Welcome to the Technology Show. That's technology spelled K-N-O-W because you need to know. Translating geek into regular speak. I'm Brett Levy, the host on the show. And of course, as always with me, my co-host, Arie Sternberg. How's it going, everybody? Uh, it's going well. I like the how's it going. We've how's got it? You, I think you're spending too much time with me, yeah, mate. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, um, we like to start the show off with the app of the week. So, you know, we're coming into summertime now and uh, everyone talks about that elusive beach body. You know, you've heard them. We've got to get the beach body in 12 weeks and all those good things. Well, sorry, ladies. It's uh, less than 12 weeks to beach wear. So I've been trying MyFitnessPal and I think you have as well, haven't you? I'm pretty sure I may have introduced you to it. No, 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 no. It was uh, Darren, I think, that did it. Yeah. Uh, come D- on. Darren didn't introduce me. I've been go. using it for the last three years. Wouldn't say so having a look, huh? Oh, easy there, buddy. <laughs> I can't talk. No. Nah. So, my fitness pal, it's Under Armour, right? Yeah. That have, that have acquired it. Yeah. I think what I love about my fitness pal, first of all, is the reminders. So, this is an app. There's lots of these apps out there that will log what you eat, log what you do, how you walk. Everyone's going, well, my Apple Watch does that, my iPhone does that. The thing with this is that one, it reminds you to log the food. And the most important thing with any health regime is what you eat so we log you can choose you've got your set to calories or kilojoules I always get the wrong calories you've got calories I've got kilojoules American thing yeah well we'll forgive you for that but we still love you and um, what I found was really good is that you actually start to visualize what you eat so what it's done for me is it actually ruined coffee I realized drinking I'm getting a funny look here we're sitting in a coffee shop but I can correct it I realized I was drinking all these cappuccinos and when I started logging the um, number of kilojoules or calories, uh, I was running out for the day. So I've moved on to a long black and um, I was battling with that. So now I'm trying soy. I've been told to try soy cappuccinos. I've actually just had my first one. It wasn't that bad. It's definitely better than a long black. Um, but what was really, really exciting about the app for me is that you you track real-time data. And then, of course, with our love with AR and VR and all those good things, which we'll get to just now, they have a barcode scanner. Yeah. So you can actually take the product that you're eating and scan the code. And it knows it. It puts it up. It says, is this what you're eating or is this what you're drinking? And you say yes, and it's in. Yeah. The, uh, the, the thing is that when you get into apps, you've got to be as quick as possible. And so the fact that it actually remembers your most commonly eaten foods and drinks it actually brings it up and you start typing and it does the auto autofill all of that just makes it really good can you explain the cal- cal- calories versus kilojoules things i'm not sure if i buy the explanation you gave me last time no i i'm i'm not even going to try that in fact <laughs> we'll have to get my wife on for that one because she's she's, she's always we are. yeah how many calories is there even the other day i was talking about coffee and she's like how many calories i was like who cares i need the caffeine yeah speaking of which coke no sugar with coffee yeah Okay, it, that that was a good quick fix. Thirty-five milligrams, and it's fifty-four calories apparently. Yeah, it's got that toffee aftertaste going on. Yeah. So, app of the week, my fitness pal. As always, I'm not uh, biased. It's an iOS and Android app. Yep. Your experience and what I saw on your phone seems to be as good as mine. Nearly as good as mine. <laughs> um, probably better on an iPhone. That was uh, the app of the week, and uh, here we go into our favorite boxing. I mean, sorry, chatting time of the show. The <laughs> AB split test. That's it. I think this time, though, Aria, we, we're not going to be boxing. We're going to be talking about something that we kind of both dabble in, um, yeah. but there's still a difference. So let's talk about gaming, because 
first of all, we're coming up to that time of the year where everyone's going to start buying the games and, and sitting on their couch, falling asleep, playing all day long. Uh, but I think more importantly, which technology? As you know, I have an 11-year-old who has every single device under the sun and still not enough for him. And he's now going on at me about needing a PC. But not just a PC, he wants an Alienware. You know, of course. Like $3,000 a shot. Yeah. I told him, well, I won't repeat what I told him about <laughs> his chances of getting the Alienware. But that does bring up the debate. Console, PC. That's right. Where are you? Uh, you know, I'm going to say that I'm sitting on the console side. The, uh, sorry, PC side. You're on the PC I'm side. I'm on the PC side. Oh, the reason so you why, up that fence quickly. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've played the consoles. I've seen the games. And, you know, you just get so much more out of a PC. I've got some good reasons why, but I assume you're on the console side. I am on the console side. So even when we're trying to be yep. neutral, I'm still going to nope. go against you. Nope. All right. Well, you've got good reasons. Give me your good reasons. Uh, you know, first of all, there's a matter of preference. And I was brought up with a PC. So how you play, whether using a, you know, a game controller versus a, a mouse and a keyboard, uh, the amount of flexibility that you can play, the different settings you can do, you can move your mouse left, right hand, etc., etc. Uh, mods. And being able to modify the computer, being able to—you've been know, speaking to my son, right? Uh, y- y- your son, Kate, other Uncle Arya is not buying you an Alienware. You know, carry on. And I, really, it's it's all about the hardware, the yeah. fact that you you know whether it's storage, you know, multiple terabytes of data, whether it's you know increasing the speed. The, the I'm going to cut you off there for a second. Cut me off. Let's hear what what is it you're going to cut me I've off? I've heard with? this, and I know that there's kids out there that are speaking to their parents, saying exactly the same thing. What about ease? What about the pure form of gaming where you want to just sit down, you've come home from school, work, I don't know, whatever. You just want to turn on the device and play a game. That's where the console comes into it. It doesn't have 20,000 million terabytes of data. It might not let you mod. And let's talk about mods and what comes in with a mod with your EXEs and your JAR files as well to explain an executable, which is the best way to bring a virus into a system. Okay. Um, You know, with a PC, you connect it to the web. You connect it on a console, but it, you connected. EXEs come down. What happens to your machine and network? Uh, you know what? I don't think gamers are really concerned about viruses. They're considering their their gameplay. Um, when you sit down at a computer, if you are a PC gamer, that is your that is your sit down, sit down, relax. You got your gaming chair. You know, you got your position. You're going to get in there for hours and jump in on that. And that's kind of where you really get things going. The only other thing I'll add in, PC game is cheaper and graphics. You cannot... I'm going to call you on that one. Okay. PlayStation... PC games, no, 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 hold on. PC games might be cheaper because you buy your online accounts, uh, what's it, Steam and all that thing. Hardware. Hardware. Dude, Hardware. And $400 Nvidia. computer can run PC games. Yes, but that's not what these guys want. When they true. talk about PC gaming, they're talking an NVIDIA graphics card, which alone is $1,000. That's true. So I bought an Xbox for $250, I think it was, and it came with a game and it came with a controller. I plugged it in and we were gaming. For another 10 bucks, I think, we were online on, on Xbox Live, whatever they call their, 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 their Steam. Um, Alienware, it starts at two grand. A, a decent machine starts at two and you're talking about chairs the mouse the only reason you can work with either hand is because you're paying for the privilege I don't need five buttons on my mouse True. I need two True. you're not winning this one mm, uh, well you probably I, would win this one really, I think you might have to go to another show yeah you, get, you really got to think about why people choose PC over console console here's the question my friend sits back 
he can have his console, he puts a controller down, picks up his phone, does something, pauses the game. Yeah. He's not that invested into it, you know. And I do have console so players who put the headset in. Now, the guys that are PC gamers, they are hardcore League of Legends. Yeah. It doesn't exist on the console. Dota, all these guys are earning $14 million. Like, that's okay, it. Okay, well, but there's the answer. So if it's a sport, let's use that word, esports. I mean, we, we've spoken about esports. Then you've got to go PC. But if you're a gamer that wants a little bit of fun, a little bit of activity, there we go. So where do, where do we sit on this one? Who wins the war? Do we have to carry on? I think we'll, we'll take it forward. It'll or, be. It'll come back. Okay, it'll we'll return watch to the space. Us. We're going to definitely return on this one. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Aria, I'm, I'm definitely thinking that we're going to have to come back to this discussion. But moving along, kind of related, because both console and PC still have to have something called a screen. Otherwise, you can't see what you're doing. And hey, screens with a Z. That's it. Now, I'm going to actually have to hand this one over to you because you did more of the review. I know what you're talking about, but we're looking at the Kindle, the, the e-reader. We're looking at the Kindle Oasis. It's oh, the new sorry, waterproof see? Kindle. There we go. Now... There's there's two things we're going to talk about here, and I you know we never diss on any technology unless no. they ask for it. Yes, and they get a hashtag fail on and that. And we're quite happy to diss them till the cars come home. But th- this has been ten years in the making, and I've been waiting for a waterproof Kindle to come out. And why? Why? No, just why? Why? If you come from Colorado, and but you we spend don't. Time, I, I do. I hail from Colorado. <laughs> you from a okay. place called South Africa? Don't know where that is, but uh, <laughs> no one does. Colorado with skiing and places like Aspen and Breckenridge, it gets cold. We get a lot of snow, and okay. so, so sauna. Don't you need a cold proof? No, you sit in the sauna. You okay. go in there, right? And so I had a Kindle that had a keyboard, and I brought it in, and finally it, cr- it cranked out. But then you know, there's a dry sauna and there's a steam room. Yeah. Okay, those of us who are discerning, you know, sauna users, we actually have a preference or we know the difference. Saunology 101. The the main point is that you cannot take any devices in. Now, my Note 7, which didn't explode, and I am using a Note 8, those of you who listened to past episodes know, um, it was good, but it's too small, and the screen, if you're really going to sit back and read a book, and you're not going to bring a book, and you've got to use a Kindle, basically, or another e-reader. Now... Paying 180 bucks US for a waterproof Kindle, when I can spend 35 bucks on a red pepper case from okay, eBay. So this is radio; people can't see. But I, he they, has this Cheshire see. grin on his face at the moment, holding his Kindle in his hand. Yep. With this, I mean, that looks bulletproof, man. It, I'd carry <laughs> that over my heart. Look, and I, it's dropped. It's it, dropped it like my. It the whole purpose. It, it, it does, but I'll tell you what. Uh, you're not going to look. You're not going look to look cool reading a book. You're reading a Kindle because you actually want to consume content. So, I'm about consuming the content, and I want to be sitting there in the steam room with my Kindle, reading my book, while everyone else is sitting there thinking about the heat. I'm reading my book. Okay. So, but what you are saying, because you mentioned Oasis, yes. nothing wrong with the product, but no. what you're saying is don't throw out your Kindle. Just buy a $35 t- case. Absolutely. Take a look on eBay, do a search, and see what's out there. Because unless you're all about upgrading to the next tech, which you and I obviously are. I was about to uh, say, you're getting an Oasis yeah, anyway, no, right? I will <laughs> probably be getting an Oasis. Excuse me, Amazon, happy to get one. But yeah, no, it's um, you don't always need to upgrade. All right. So, interesting screen. Um, I personally have never owned an e-reader. I don't read as much as you do. I've been happy to read off my tablet. Yes, it's got the backlit and all those good things. But waterproof, mind you, for the beach, waterproof Kindles. Absolutely. Okay. So staying with beach, seeing, getting fit, eating properly, 
being outdoors, being in the rain, Water being in the sauna, waterproof Kindle. You know, look, you're sitting there out on the waves, waiting for a swell, and it's just time passing. You're that would have so saved bored. your MacBook, hey, but that's another story oh, for another day. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're, you're being a surfer, I would imagine. I'm not a surfer, but I'm sitting out there just waiting no, hours you've for lost the waves it. Sorry. No, no surfer. First of all, surfers don't read. We all silly, don't you know that? But we don't take Kindles. I will be the first surfing Kindle user. You'll be the last surfing Kindle user. <laughs> and please don't ever come to any of the local beaches. Right, well, screens, uh, Kindle, Oasis, and all cover for waterproof. That's it, red pepper. Red pepper. Mixed reality. Now, I always talk about mixed reality. You do. And then we go AR, VR. And you actually ruined that for me. I think we were walking past the Microsoft shop the other day and told me that they coined that phrase. They did. Okay, so I'm not killing that phrase. I'm not using mixed reality anymore. Yep. Augmented and virtual reality on the technology show. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, no, <laughs> I'm not that bad. But yeah, okay. So I found, well, not found, I followed, I should say, um, Inbound. Bound? Did you hear about that? Bound, yeah. Bound. Okay. So Bound, for those that don't know, that aren't uh, big nerds like you and me, it's the virtual reality awards that covers like gadgets, gizmos, um, anything production, v- VR games, correct. Yep. And um, what's quite interesting is the fact that they thought that they needed to actually make a show all about this. I mean, you know, what would you what would you say on on, on some of these things? Does it just fall into digital? Should it have its own show? Uh, look, we used to call digital marketing everything in digital, right? And now you've got SEO, SEM, paid search, social, organic. Uh, all it breaks down everywhere. Programmatic, whatever. And programmatic breaks down to everything. So that's the nerd talk. That's the geek. Regular speak. I think that we're going to see. You should classify, and we're going to see uh, genres of VR come out. And you are going to have that virtual reality breakdown. Uh, call it here first. You are going to have the VR Emmys and the VR uh, Academy Awards very, very soon. Okay, well, they're doing it. So at the moment, it's VR. Um, it was a proper, I mean, this was the real deal. They had the red carpet. Uh, they had the gala dinner. They had some comedian who actually wasn't that funny. But I suppose maybe it's, it was in London. So you've got to get the British humor. But what was interesting is the... The things that won, or, or the, the the people that won, and the products that won. So I'm going to just read off the list. Um, the headset of the year. Who do you think was the headset? Got to be HTC Vive. No, that's what I would have thought as what? well. What? Rift, Oculus. So for all the listeners that don't follow Eat Sleep Dream VR the way we do, um, Oculus. Let's let's give them the kudos. They pioneered VR. But we still to see something come out of them that's actually commercially available. Whereas HTC Vive owns VR. I, yeah. I think that would be a fair analogy. So the Rift was actually their first main headset and they won headset of the year. Um, yep. Mobile VR headset of the year. And I think before you answer that question, let's just explain the difference between a mobile headset and a VR headset. Yeah. Um, we talked about it in another show, but basically you're talking about the, the degrees of freedom and can you move around? Do you have a sense of agency or not? And in a mobile headset, uh, I'm sure you're going to ask which one. I think one, but you know, if, if it's the Gear VR or from Samsung or the Google Daydream um, or some of the others out there, 
uh, you, you have a sense of agency, but you're pretty much uh, a bystander. Cool. So, I mean, I'll, I'll jump in there. Yeah. You were right. It was the two, those were the finalists, and the Daydream, the Google Daydream did win. Boom. But I think the most important thing is that a, a mobile headset, as they refer to it, requires you to put your phone yeah. in the headset That's right. as opposed to being connected to a, a supercomputer like the Vive would do and the Oculus Rift. So it was the Daydream. You own a Daydream. I mean, you're, there's nothing wrong with your Daydream. I do. Um, Hardware of the year went back to Oculus Touch. They went back to their, their that's their whole system of theirs. So the Touch controller is actually, is cool. look, the closer you can get to a natural hand motion is really going to get you, you know, that much more immersed in the experience versus, um, your, you know, the HTC Vive, you're holding like a, you're actually holding it like a paddle holding stick. Holding it like a paddle yeah. stick, and yeah, using yeah. your thumb as a as a divider. And so, while you can get that uh, grippy experience, you can see your hands in the space, and you can traverse into that sort of tricking your brain that your hands are in there. Uh, the touch apparently is that much more closer to a real experience with your hands, you know, touching, etc. Now here's one I don't know. Innovative VR company of the year was G Audio Lab. Is that part of Google? Mm, I don't know. Do you know? Don't know. I don't know. Don't okay. know. Well, we don't know. So here G Audios, well done. The experience of the year, this, I know you know. What is the VR experience of the year? It's probably blue. Nope. Next one. Um, wow. Silence on radio doesn't work, man. No, Come on, spit I know, it I know. I'm, I'm, you immerse yourself in there all day long. I'm very disappointed. Oh, uh, tilt brush. There we go. Yep. So if anyone here hasn't played or experience tilt it's if you can picture your hand being a paintbrush and whatever you paint you can walk in um you just walk around and paint and draw and see but what makes it different to a whiteboard is you actually walk inside your creation so i know how many hours did you spend in tilt that one time I did three and a half hours straight, and I did another five hours straight. Okay. And uh, so, <laughs> well, I, I only discovered you to actually zoom, which isn't actually zoom, but it's actually you know min, min, minimizing. Yep. And maximizing the entire space, so you turn yourself into, let's say, like a dinosaur or an ant inside of your space. You created a okay, house. I'm, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> you know, it's so hard to explain this on radio, but basically when you draw a picture on a board you stand back and look at it in in tilt inside tilt and we keep using the terminology inside but with vr you're immersed so you have a headset on you have um noise cancelling headsets you can't hear or see the outside world your yeah. world is what you're now drawing and um some of the tools are like fire brushes uh what are they got some pretty cool tools inside there yeah it, I, well i think it's just you know when you're when you're using the computer to do art yeah, it's, it's that's a great. It's, that's a great. Can you export tilt? Can you actually send out your your drawings and, and for normal people to see it? You or can. Other people? You can export in uh, YouTube. So you actually have a almost like a video camera in the space. You can video and see what you're drawing. But from a three three dimensional perspective, you have to see it in a VR headset. All right. Well, hands down. I mean, Ari, you mentioned blue as well. For anyone that ever wants to experience virtual reality, pure good virtual reality tilt and uh, blue yeah yeah right so tilt did win which i think deservedly so especially how many hours you've committed to it um this one didn't surprise me and i've been following these guys from day the most creative use of marketing was ikea okay Um, and ikea vr was the app that won now a lot of people have seen the ikea ar app 
Yep. So again, AR, hold your phone, look through the screen, see images where you want them to see. Don't try and trick us and show us stuff that doesn't work. We will call you out. I don't know if you've seen the IKEA VR. Tried it. Okay. Yeah. Tell us. Take us through it. it well, the one I tried, I'm assuming it's the same one, but you're actually in a kitchen and you're cooking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, the you virtuality inside and using their products. Yeah, and you're sitting there in an IKEA kitchen walking around. Yep. And because it's on uh, proper VR, you're actually able to walk around objects. Now, the crazy thing is when you're inside VR and there's an object in front of you, your, your mind tells you don't step into that object and you actually walk around the space that that object occupies but actually you're standing in let's say a three, three meter by three meter space that has nothing in it so your, your brain it immediately believes that you're actually in that space uh, what, what did they say was the, why did it win because there's so many experiences out there I think it won for the simple reason that it's actually marketing I mean, they, you know, IKEA always prints those huge big manuals. Yeah. And now they're moving into a virtual environment. That's right. And number two, exactly what you've just described. You actually got to see those products in your hands, inverted commas, as if you would be using them. Because remember, every IKEA kitchen or every IKEA table sets up the same way. But you have to now try and see it in your world. So I think they, they're showing you a world that you, you can see. Yeah. Now, when I was in there, the, the shtick so to speak the shtick was uh, <laughs> cooking Swedish meatballs was that did it mention that um, no they just <laughs> I, I'm reading through the awards but okay yeah that's that, you know that was their kind of little claim or you know I suppose it's not an easter egg because you actually sit there and cook yeah. Swedish meatballs but you're sitting there on the stove top on the Ikea stove in the Ikea kitchen cooking Ikea I need to Swedish clarify meatballs. I mean this is all about uh, translating geek into regular speak so when we talk about an easter egg we do know what time of the year it is an easter egg is when a developer hides a little secret journey yep. uh, inside an app or inside a game or online somewhere um, don't get me started on the Tesla Easter egg. I'll save that one for later. Um, and then I, th there was a whole list. Best of this, best of that. But here's one that I think you'd really appreciate. Education and training. That's sure. something we're quite passionate about using Definitely. VR. Definitely. It was a crane company for industrial a crane driving. Now, when you look at a crane, the kind of damage it can do. I mean, in a city like the one we live in where there's cranes up and they're building while people are walking, um, you don't want a big steel pylon to come falling down in your head. So they train the crane drivers train using crane. VR. Train the crane. <laughs> train the crane. Train the brain. Train the crane. No, no. Let's go. <laughs> so if you take what you were saying earlier about Vive and the fact that you have to hold the paddle, yep. it's perfect for training a crane because those sticks yep. are held. You're not yep. using a natural hand. Definitely. So that's probably why that one won because if you really think about the way that could simulate, um, I said simulate. Okay. So... Um, yeah, that was it. There was other little bits and pieces. Companies we don't know. Now, I'm, I'm going to throw out there this one, and anyone who's listening who's in Australia, these awards are open to everybody. And, True. Right? And yep. so you and I both been in the agency world. Not everybody actually submits awards. So if you've got a product and you're out there, go for the, go for the submitting an award because you can win and you get that, you know, obviously you get the notoriety, but you also get a lot of attention and, you know, the right kind of eyeballs to see what you're doing. And that will also go to what you were saying. We talked about mobile agencies, digital agencies. Now it's agencies. Yeah. VRAR has to become part of an agency. Yeah. You know, the, the companies are going to start asking for it. So, good point. We spoke about the Australian film that won an Emmy Award That's for right. virtual reality. So, you know, the guys down here are definitely following what's going on. We know some of the top guys. Absolutely. So, and we'll, we will get them on the show. 
I have to go. I don't know if you would call this mixed reality or augmented reality, but um, our borders here in Australia have started using the iPhone for biometrics. So mm. now they're going to scan you with your thumb, and then that will bring up information on who you are, visual information on what you are. Is that an augmentation? I wanted your opinion on that. Uh, does that count as AR? Because they're not really looking at you through the phone, but by taking your thumbprint, it's actually augmenting data about you that they can they'll see on their screen and then and compare. Am I off topic there? I, Is that just cool tech? I, I would I would I would lean towards the side of cool tech. I think that pretty quickly with you know the iPhone 10 and the face recognition. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up. That that's going to come. It's going to start bringing you into the phone. Yeah and. You know, it, the augmented reality, the other question that will come up is if you're not only augmenting visual, but if you're augmenting uh, sound. And, there, you know, on another, on another cast, we'll chat about, you know, smell and touch and taste. Um, but if you can begin interjecting that augmentation of what's around you with that information, that, that, that's where we're kind of getting that blurry line. Uh, this one probably been not augmented reality. Okay. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you because yeah. I was also sitting on the fence a little bit, and I'm thinking the fact that they are augmenting data based on biometrics, and and you went to the ten, which is where I was kind of thinking. That's why yeah. it's iPhone. Yeah. Once those don't start with a notch, but once the cameras start kicking in in the IR, uh, you know, it kind of is augmenting. But I'll I'll leave it for now. True, but you, um, you still have that notch. But I wanted you. Oh, <laughs> you're just jealous. <laughs> just, Apple's phones have never blown up, man. Ever. Yeah. Never, never, never. Okay. Anyway. Fair enough. So, um, staying, uh, I would you need to lead into AR. So, there's a company called Reflect. And like all these newfangled names, it's R-E apostrophe F-L-E-K-T. At least there's an E. There is an E. Instead of Reflect. Yeah. So, it's Reflect. It's a German company. Um, they do service manuals. So, they create service manuals. Now, we've always said the purest form of AR is to take a printed substrate and then bring content out of it because you're going to go to the digital journey anyway. Yeah. But they've also gone and included live real-time chat. That's an interesting play on augmented reality. So you've got a manual. You scan whatever the trigger or the marker is to bring up the content. It takes you through the journey of whatever it is that you're being trained on. But then if you need help or you need to engage or you need to chat, the live chat sits there. So now you're bringing live chat almost hyper mixed reality yep. into an augmented environment reading off a manual so the person you can basically say they can see what you're looking at that's what's so cool about it because yep. they pulled the content out of the manual um, and they actually were at uh, Augmented World Expo so there's there's actually expos about AR yep. so you've got AR Expo VR Expo um, yeah your side anything interesting? Uh, there definitely is I think I'll save uh, some of the stuff I found for another show because cool. uh, you know it's well, there we're going to get to the skinny R it is it is but the, one, the one, one thing on that last one is you know a lot of the people that are developing augmented reality virtual reality they're, they're missing out on other technologies that can really enhance and augment what they're doing for example voice recognition Ooh. so if you are going to bring up yeah, a, yeah. a live chat why would you have someone pick up the phone and have to type I like it. Right. We, so we talk about voice all the time, and we, we do. got to do a shot on that. Well, it's coming up soon. Okay, cool. Oh, yes, it is. Awesome. <laughs> well, that brings us to, sure, the end of another show. It is. Okay, well. Fantastic. Your side? Uh, no, I'm good. You're good? Go. Yeah. I'm going to wrap it, man. So until next time, keep your screens clean and your knobs shiny. Mm-hmm.